0: Hello students, I am Ruchika Gupta from English Academy. Today in this lesson we will study a poem. The name of the poem is Wind. We all know wind is a natural phenomena which occurs. Now, this poem Wind has been written originally in Tamil language by Subramania Bharti and it was translated into English by A.K. Ramanujan. Now, basically in this poem, the poet talks to the wind. The power of wind has been described and the poet says that wind is destructive. Now, the poet has linked the destructive power of wind to the adversities of life to all the challenges and problems that we face in life and the poem says that the weak people those people who are not strong enough break down but the stronger people emerge out more stronger so whenever we have a challenge or an adversity in our life those people who are strong enough they come out more stronger they overcome the adversity and those people who are weak They succumb to the adversity and they become more weak and they fail in their life. So the poet gives us an important message. The poet says that we should be mentally tough and physically strong in order to survive the hardships of life. A weak person breaks down like a weak building and crumbles. So the weak person finishes whenever there is a challenge in front of him. The poet says that we must make these destructive forces our friends with our strength and determination. So the poet says that not only we should overcome our challenges, we should become strong in order to face them, but we should make these challenges our friends with our strength and determination. So that later on in life, we do not feel that these challenges are challenges for us. So now let us begin reading the poem. Wind comes softly. Don't break the shutters of the windows. Don't scatter the papers. Don't throw down the books on the shelf. There, look what you did. You threw them all down. You tore the pages of the books. You brought rain again. You are very clever at poking fun at weaklings. Now what does poking fun means? Making fun of something. And weakling is a person who is weak. So here, first of all, in the opening line, the poet is talking to the wind. The poet asks wind to come softly. So he is saying that the wind should not be very hard, very loud. It should be soft and subtle. And then he says that the wind which is very powerful, which is destructive, it breaks the shutters of windows and it scatters the papers. And when the wind is very powerful, all the books which are kept on the shelves also fall down. So here the poet is describing the power of wind. What all the wind can do when there is a strong wind. It can break down the shutters of windows. It can scatter all the papers around. It can bring the books down the shelf. And then the poet is saying to the wind, look what you did. You threw them all down. So whom is the poet talking to? He is talking to the wind. He says that look what kind of destruction you have done. You were so strong that you have torn the pages of all the books. And you were so strong that you have brought rain also along with you. And then he says that you are very clever at poking fun at weaklings. So whenever there is a strong wind all the things that are weak. Maybe small plants. Maybe tiny little children, they all get scared and they can even fall and break down when there's a strong wind. So that is what the poet is telling the wind that don't be very harsh, don't be very strong because you cause a lot of destruction. So we can say that in the initial part of the poem, the poet is referring to wind as a young child. He's saying that you should come softly just like a small child does. And then in this part we come to know that the wind is destructive just like a youth, just like a young boy or a young girl who is full of energy, violence and destruction. Frail, crumbling houses, crumbling doors, crumbling rafters, crumbling wood, crumbling bodies, crumbling lives, crumbling hearts. So here we can see this word is being repeating so many times. Crumbling means falling or to cause something to break. Now what is a rafter? Rafter is the sloping beam which supports the roof of a building. So the poet is saying that when the wind is very powerful, it is very strong, it leads to breakage of everything. Houses which are weak, they fall down. Doors which are weak, fall down. The beams on which the roofs of buildings are supported, they also fall down. All the wooden structures fall, all bodies of people fall, animals, lives, hearts. So he is saying that everything crumbles. Everything that is weak reacts by falling down and breaking in the face of adversity. So the poet is saying that whenever a weak person, faces any adversity or challenge in life, he breaks down and falls. The wind god winnows and crushes them all. Winows means to blow grain free of chaff, separate grain from husk by blowing on it. Here you can see in this image these women are winnowing wheat. So they are separating the grain of wheat from the chaff. This process is called winnowing. Now, how it is linked to the poem over here? The poet is addressing to the wind as wind god and he says that the powerful god of wind winnows. That means he also sifts all the people and those people who are weak fall down and they get crushed. So, here a comparison is being made of the wheat to people and Just like we winnow the wheat to separate the grain from the chaff, the poet says that the wind god separates the strong people from the weak people. When there is a strong wind, all the things that are weak fall down and they get crushed. He won't do what you tell. So, come, let's build strong homes. Let's join the doors firmly. Practice to firm the body make the heart steadfast. Do this and the wind will be friends with us. So, here the poet is making friends with the wind. What the poet is saying that the wind will not listen to us. The adversity in life will not listen to us that okay you are weak so I will not come in your life. No, the adversity will come. So, we should be prepared for it. And what is the preparation the poet is saying? We should build strong homes. And he says, let's join the doors firmly. We should close the doors of our house firmly, strongly, so that the wind cannot get into. And then he says that we should make our bodies also strong and our heart should also be steadfast. Steadfast means firm. So in these lines, the poet is making the reader strong. The wind depicts the adversities or challenges in life and the poet is saying that we should be prepared for the worst. And so we should make ourselves physically and mentally strong so that we can face all the challenges in our life. And then once we are strong enough, all the challenges will become our friends. We will not feel that these are troubles for us. They will be just like a good friend for us. And then he says the wind blows out weak fires. He makes strong fires roar and flourish. Flourish means to grow. His friendship is good. We praise him every day. So here the poet has kept the wind on a pedestal. He is comparing the wind to God. He says that Wind is God and we praise wind every day. So what we come to know that the wind blows out weak fires. So everything that is weak gets finished off in the face of the strong wind. And all the things that are strong, they flourish and grow to become stronger. And so the poet is saying that being friends with the wind means that we are strong enough. And so this is a good friendship. And then when we are strong enough, we are friends with the wind, we will feel that wind is good for us and we will praise the wind. So that is what the poet is saying. He is giving us a very important message that we should not feel bad that there is a strong wind. We are facing so many challenges and adversities in life. We should make ourselves physically and mentally strong to face these challenges. And then once we are strong enough, we will overcome the challenges, we will become friends with them and then we will be happy that we had these challenges in our life because they helped us become stronger and better. Now as we have discussed the poem, now we will discuss the literary devices used in the poem. Now first of all, there is no rhyme scheme in the poem. The entire poem is written in free verse. A very prominent literary device is anaphora. Anaphora is when a particular word is repeated at the start of two or more consecutive lines. Like all these three lines begin with don't. This is anaphora. There are more instances of anaphora also like here you can see you has been repeated at the start of these three lines. Now, the next important literary device used in the poem is personification. In the entire poem, wind has been personified. Here you can see when the poet says, you are. The poet is referring to wind as you. That means he is treating wind as a living thing. Here also when he refers to the wind as he and his. So, these instances personify the wind. Another important device used in the poem is repetition. In this line, crumbling word is repeating many times. This is used in order to lay emphasis. The poet wants to say that the wind crushes everything that is weak and that is why he has repeated the word crumbling. Now, there is another device that is used in the poem that is alliteration. Alliteration is the repetition of a consonant sound in close connection. Now let us see the instances of alliteration in this poem. Here, wind, winnoes. Both these places, whir sound is repeating. Again in the next line, won't, what, Ver sound is repeating. So these are the two instances of alliteration from the poem. Now there is the use of symbolism in the poem. Symbolism means that a thing refers to some other thing. So in this poem, wind is a symbol. The wind refers to the challenges in life. And we can say that the poet has used symbolism. He is using wind as a symbol for the adversities in our life. So we have discussed the poem and the literary devices used in the poem. And we come to an end of this chapter. Thank you for watching this video. And for more videos, please subscribe to our channel English Academy.